Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is uh, ask a young pastor and ask an old pastor because <laughs> you'll get two different answers. Uh, we uh, talked previously about the problem of suffering and evil in the world. Uh, in, in this episode, we're just going to talk about how God responds to the problem of evil and to suffering in the world. Uh, Daniel, how would you address that? Uh, you know, what does God do about the problem of evil, the problem of suffering in the world? Yeah. Well, I, I like how last episode, you know, you brought up the Bible, which is really helpful, <laughs> you know, that yeah. the result of sin or, or sorry, the result of evil and suffering in the world is the result of sin. It's our rebellion against God. So we're at the center of this. Yeah. So to ask that question, we're saying, hey, what's God going to do with us, mm-hmm. people who suffer? people who commit evil acts, we can even yeah. say. So it's actually a really personal question. It's not just a philosophical question. So you're saying it's not just the problem of evil out there. Out there, right. It's a, yeah. it's a problem within all of us, yeah. right? Uh, which is really helpful because then it puts us under the microscope. Because oftentimes we can ask that question and put God under the microscope. But if we really you know, do introspection, we realize, hey, we're tied up in this way closer than we like yeah. to really think. And I think that's really helpful because what the Bible gives us and what God does as a response to our evil and suffering, he doesn't give us a philosophical proof or a philosophical yeah. answer yeah. to the problem of suffering. Yeah. In fact, if you look at the book of Job, a lot of Job's friends were trying to nail down the precise reason why God allowed suffering and how God should act in a response to suffering. But God doesn't really put up with that. Yeah. Instead, God responds not philosophically. He responds historically. Mm-hmm. So he actually comes point. into history and he deals with evil and suffering himself. And so the place that we see that best, obviously, is at the cross. That God himself, even though he was sinless, even though he wasn't the cause of suffering and evil in the world, he came in the person of Jesus to live a life of suffering, as Isaiah talks about. He was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And he actually put himself under the microscope, even though he didn't belong there. He bore our evil and suffering in himself, so that us who do commit evil acts and commit immense suffering to other people might be forgiven and embraced in a world when he says he's going to come back just as surely as he came the first time in Jesus, he's historically going to come again and eliminate all evil and suffering. So I think that's much more satisfying is reading the the narrative of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You can think philosophically about this and go back to the question of why is there suffering and evil in the world? We don't get the definitive answer to that other than a moral infraction committed by a human being, human beings, right. uh, which resulted in all the things that follow sin in the world. Yeah. But what we see God doing uh, is actually responding himself and, and doing what he's always done. He, he's literally overcoming evil. Yeah. He's taking yep. evil and he's doing something with it that is overcoming it. Yep. Uh, he can even take evil that is in us or evil that we produce, and he can cause good to come out of the evil that we produce, which is mind-boggling because that seems like a contradiction, uh, but it's actually not. Uh, you know, the, the, the instance of the crucifixion, the worst thing that ever happened in history, and what comes from it? Well, the best thing that ever happened in history, w- which is salvation and redemption. Right. And this is... Uh, uh, that's the big picture, but but in the microcosm of it, get down into the nitty gritty. He does that every day in our lives too. He takes things that are actually evil and broken in point. us, yeah. and and brings something redemptive and something good out of it. Um, so, yeah, well said. I think the old pastor wins in the best best answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly how I wrote it. But, you know, okay. Right, yeah. right. Thanks for joining us.